Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. The Oracle Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. Tuning back into the depth of darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your host, as always. I'm Mandy, and I'm retired major, huge ass, coming at you in your face. Ass expected. <laughs> Got to throw ass in there any chance I can. Stuck in stinky. As stinky as always. <laughs> You're right. All right, welcome back, everyone, and happy St. Patty's Day. Woo! <laughs> yeehaw! <laughs> My horrible yeehaws that just haven't quite made the cut yet. Yeehaw! So, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a creepy cake? Somebody who, like, really enjoys yeehaws? I don't know. Yeah, something's going on. <laughs> There's probably somebody out there who enjoys that a little too much. All right, so today we have an extra special shamrocktacular <laughs> topic. Ooh. Yeah, you see what I did there? So we wanted to discuss some of the weirdest and most outrageous crimes and unfortunate mishaps to occur on this drunken, dumbass-riddled day. Because there's yeah. a bunch of that to go around when people get drunk. <laughs> day we love, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a special time of the year. And from we, Chicago. You know, I, yeah, and I'm Irish, so you know, I'm all for it. I, I'm Irish without hey. the beer and with the beer. Me too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Irish pride. So, you bet. Without further ado, grab some beer, possibly some corned beef hash. <laughs> Fart what? imposed there. <laughs> yeah. And with the luck of the Irish, let's dive yeah. on deep down into these stories, shall we? We'll be referencing an article taken from Adi.com titled Nine Unbelievable St. Patrick's Day Crimes and Mishaps. Wow, that's what I just said earlier. <laughs> Some yeah, of the weirdest crimes and mishaps. Yeah. This was written by Michelle Natty on March 17th, 2015. In case anybody cares, because... Yes. <laughs> we cite our references. Thank you very much. Yeah. So. You sure that's on. not Michelle Naughty? Maybe. I mean, maybe for St. Patty's Day she's naughty. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Take it away, Hugh, with number one. Number one. 
The man who robbed a bank dressed as a leprechaun. Oh boy. <laughs> On St. Patrick's Day 2010, First Bank's First State Bank in the Nashville suburb of Gallatin was held up by a man presumably looking for a pot of gold with the end of the rainbow. No. Yes, this bank robber was dressed as a leprechaun. Police said the gun-toting leprechaun scored an undisclosed amount of cash before leaving the bank. He then joined another suspect in a car outside, and the two fled. Cops spotted the vehicle and gave chase, and a wild gunfight broke out. Mm. A police cruiser was hit by silver bullets and disabled. Oh. Two, <laughs> two suspects <laughs> crashed, ditched their car off the highway, and fled on foot into a field. Oh. One suspect was killed by the police fire, <laughs> and the other took his life as cops closed in. Money was recovered from the abandoned vehicle, which had a large leprechaun hat in its back seat. It's magically delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's something to kill yourself uh, over, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. All right, number two. <laughs> the brazen art heist that was carried out during a city's St. Patrick's Day celebrations. And it's got a kind of a morbid-looking picture here of whatever yeah. this... Uh, it's a museum. Okay, it's a museum. Yeah, it looks more like a penitentiary. But, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, like an abandoned insane asylum. <laughs> All right. Yeah, In, <laughs> something. Yeah, something. In 1990, criminals capitalized on the many distractions caused by Boston's St. Patrick's Day celebrations to carry out a brazen robbery at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. So that's a museum, folks. If you want to look it up, right. that's, what, that's what it is. Kind of creepy looking. The men, dressed as Boston police officers, descended upon the museum and quickly convinced security guards they were responding to a call about an, abun an abundance, about a disturbance on the property. They tied the guards up and proceeded to take 13 artworks from artists such as Rembrandt, Vermeer, and Manet. Manet? Manet? Manet. <laughs> right. It's Manet. I, I, uh. Close. All right. The heist was valued to be at a loss of $500 million, making the robbery the largest private property theft ever. Damn. The works were never returned, nor were suspects ever arrested. Though, in 2013, the FBI claimed to know their identity. Yet they just let them keep the artwork. <laughs> okay. Several empty frames still hang in the Dutch room of the museum, in homage to the pieces still missing and as placeholders for it when they are returned. If ever, if because clearly are. if the if. FBI is involved yeah. and they haven't been recovered, they probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, they probably yeah. burned them or something, I'm guessing. Yeah, they probably have. All <laughs> right. Number three. The tourist who was beaten, robbed, and stripped of his clothing, stabbed and peed on by an unruly <laughs> cloud, a crowd on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, uh, March 18, exquisite. 2012. The day after citywide St. Patrick's Day celebrations, a crowd gathered around a tourist in downtown Baltimore and beat, robbed, and stripped him of his clothes, peed on, and <laughs> farted on. The victim, who was <laughs> intoxicated at the time of the incident, was a 31-year-old man from Alexandria, Virginia, who was on his way back to his hotel when the attack occurred. He lost the keys to his Audi car, his iPhone, and his Tag Heuer watch. He woke Damn. up the next morning with injuries and had no recollection of what had occurred, but he smelled kind of funny. He was also unaware <laughs> like that ass. the video was shot and uploaded <laughs> of the attack and had been viewed by half a million, I guess a half a million people. Uh, after the video appeared online, <laughs> social media sleuths used tools to identify and track down the assailants. Nice. At least one turned himself in, and another three were arrested. They have since served from one to three years in prison. 
Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's worth it. Bastards. All right, number four. <laughs> the woman who found a drunk firefighter passed out on her stoop on St. Patrick's Day. And it's got a picture mm. of probably the yeah. the guy who was passed out. Yeah, it looks like the uh, f- fire chief. Yeah, uh, he looks passed out, that's for sure. A woman came home on St. Patrick's Eve 2010 to find a passed out man in a FDNY uniform blocking her door. Windsor Terrace resident Lauren Hill tried to nudge the firefighter awake as he was blocking her door. Fearful he might become belligerent, belligerent beef, she decided to call 911 instead. She told the dispatcher that the strange stranger was well-dressed and in uniform, but his shoes were missing. While the identity of the man has not been publicly revealed, Fire Commissioner Sal Cassano said during the investigation, it's not something I would expect of a firefighter in uniform. All right. Yeah. That's okay. it. <laughs> Number Party five. Card. Yeah. Number a cabbie five. who tailed the drunk driver in a high-speed car chase after a St. Patrick's Day hit and run. Yeah. Brian F. Irvin, 22, hit and severely injured an Elmira, New York woman with his vehicle on St. Patrick's Day, 2014. According to court documents, Irvin and several of his friends started drinking the morning of March 17th and continued throughout much of the day. While driving, he struck a woman as she and her boyfriend were crossing an intersection. Irvin's blood alcohol content was measured at 0.13% after the crash, and although one of the passengers urged him to stop after the accident, he drove away. A taxi cab driver, Mike Travis, witnessed the event and followed Irvin's car until Irvin, driving at speeds reaching 80 miles an hour and aware that he was being tailed, lost the cab. Police were Mm -hmm. alerted by Travis, who also copied down Irvin's license plate number and were waiting at at his home to arrest him. That had to be hard to do at 80 miles an hour. (laughs) Irvin pleaded guilty to felony charges of second-degree vehicular assault and leaving the scene of an incident without reporting it to police, and two counts of misdemeanor driving while intoxicated. He received a one-year conditional discharge for the misdemeanors and will be required to install an alcohol sensor lock. (laughs) Alcohol (laughs) sensor lock on his vehicle when driving privileges are restored. So he got off pretty light considering he sent... Yeah. A lady and her boyfriend cartwheeling. Mm-hmm. Dumbass. Yeah. Going 80 miles per Look, hour. Uh, you know. Shows you the difference in judges around here, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Number six. The St. Patrick's Day blowout that left eight students injured after a roof collapsed. And by blowout, I don't think it means from your ass. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, that's gosh. right. <laughs> Massive blowout attack. All right. Nearly a thousand students from Cal Poly San Luis, San Luis Obispo. Yes, California. I've been there before. I should know how to say that name. You <laughs> San should Luis know Obispo. that one. <laughs> God, my bad. San Luis Obispo. Yeah. Hello. It's just reading it. I was like, what? So <laughs> these people were partying. Par- partying? Partying. Students. Partying. You know? Damn it. I can't say partying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I swear I'm not drunk, guys. torch it up a doobie. <laughs> yeah, getting some uh, stone action Man. going on. But they were partying at an off-campus St. Freddy's Day party when the roof of a garage belonging to the university's baseball coach collapsed, bringing 30 students down and injuring eight. Damn, that's unfortunate. Mm. What were, what were that go, many? Coach. I know. What were that many partygoers doing on this roof? Broofing, whatever that means. A term coined by San Luis Obispo students to describe the act of sitting on top of a roof. Well, a roof. Man, I can't say words today. Uh, while drinking beer. <laughs> They're so original. Oh, my God. 
San Luis Obispo Mayor Jen Marks is proposing an ordinance during the next city council meeting, which happens to be on St. Patrick's Day, that will prohibit people from being on a roof unless they are doing maintenance work. That's probably <laughs> the smart thing to do, yes. <laughs> Some drunk yeah. idiots just going on a roof and... I mean, they could easily fall off and break their neck that way without the roof even caving in, you know? Yeah. That's just dumbassness written all over it, all, all over that roof. You're right. <laughs> yes. Number seven. The man who sucker punched an NYPD police officer during a St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah, Just some guy, like, in a semi-headlock with, like, three or four cops standing around ready to kick his butt. Yeah. The, Son of a bitch. <laughs> the arrest of a drunken, out-of-control teen at a St. Patrick's Day parade is not news, but what might have happened to him while he was in custody may be. Nicholas McGowan, 19, from Mariner's Harbor, New York, was accused of punching a police officer during a St. Patrick's Day parade and was badly beaten about the face and body. Okay. Yeah. While in care <laughs> of the police, his defense lawyer said. McGowan is alleged to have sucker-punched a police officer while he was trying to disperse a crowd during the parade. He also grabbed the officer's $400 pair of prescription eyeglasses from his face and crushed them with his hands. Dick. When officers tried to restrain the man who appeared intoxicated, he resisted arrest. Yeah, go yeah. figure. The young man appeared in court <laughs> bruised about the face and body. He faces charges of second and third degree assault, fourth mm -hmm. degree criminal mischief, resisting arrest, and fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon, according to information from the district attorney's office. His mother, herself a retired police officer, doesn't oh, believe God. the allegations and insists her son has never been in trouble before. Yeah. An anonymous witness purports to have video of the incident, calling it another caught-on-camera brutality case. You know what kind of vibe I get from that mom? You know, just a vibe. It's it's just yeah. my opinion, guys. Don't she you know, the quote me on this. Brat. She comes back. Yeah, she probably, you know, I mean, she's a cop. Maybe she beat him as he was growing up if he was a little shit. She's like, eh, yeah. son would never do that. Ever. 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 <laughs> I don't know what I'm accent that was. I was trying to go southern. But... I have no idea if the kid's a good kid. I, I don't know. Well, clearly he has some bolts loose if he's going to assault officers. You know, I mean. Yeah, I some kid Dumbass. did that to me, I'd get out the billy club and start hammering. Yeah, yeah. If I Num had a hammer, I'd hammer the board and... Yes. Ah. Number eight. <laughs> Carrying on here. The man who set himself on fire during a New Jersey St. Patrick's Day pub brawl. That's unfortunate. It's got a pretty little yeah. uh, picture here of some fire, though. I don't know if it's the it's actual picture skull of the man on fire. Or something on here. fire. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Nonetheless, it's ornate. In March 2015, a homeless man set himself on fire during a Hoboken St. Patrick's Day pub crawl. Is that how you say it, Hoboken? Hoboken. All right. I got that one right, folks. I'm doing good. Making progress. Police received yeah. a call just after 11 p.m. that a man was trying to set himself on fire. So he was actually trying to. <laughs> it wasn't on accident. Yeah. Apparently he was trying to. Once they arrived, they discovered that the unidentified man was indeed on fire in the middle of the road in in the area where 25 bars had signed up to participate in the crawl. The man then began screaming as the fire started to spread from his jacket to his skin, but officers were able to get him onto the ground and roll him over to put it out. That's right. Stop, drop, roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was not seriously injured, but was transported to Hoboken University Medical Center. The crawl continued for business as usual, with 11 people arrested for everything from assault to drug possession. Hmm. All kind of good stuff going on in this pub crawl. There were also yeah. over a hundred violations of city ordinances bearing uh, of city ordinances. Barring. 
Yeah, barring, my bad. Ordinances barring public, public drinking and urination. Yeah. <laughs> piss that all sounds like place. some water sports. Oh, ick. Some yeah, drunken like the water kinks. sports. <laughs> yeah. Some people weren't enjoying those golden showers. All right. Yeah. Ugh. The St. Patrick's Day <laughs> celebration that descended into chaos and mass arrests. <laughs> 2014's Blarney Blowout near the University of Massachusetts spiraled out of control as police and riot gear were pitted against thousands of drunken and unruly revelers. Some might have even been Irish. Mm -hmm. There were 52 (laughs) arrests and four officers were injured in the clashes that included some students throwing beer bottles, cans, and snowballs. Eight people were issued summonses, Amherst police said. Most charges were for disturbing the peace and open container violations, but some were also for assault and battery on a police officer and others. About 90% of those charged were UMass Amherst students. While the university publicly denounced the students' behavior, the students themselves were upset by what they call aggressive police tactics. At at least one, Thomas Donovan, had a final civil lawsuit against Amherst police, alleging he was wrongly charged and excessive force was used in his arrest. His lawsuit seeks unspecified monetary damages. Hmm. You you know, when people are drunk... Wow, my voice just cracked. It's going through puberty, clearly. When people are drunk, they're not in their right state of mind. (laughs) So, uh, first off, they were doing some unruly shit. So what, what do they expect? They're probably being belligerent beefs and you know (laughs) just clearly disturbing the peace if the officers were trying to tell them to calm the f down and they weren't then they have you know it's their duty to keep the rest of the public safe so you know i know everybody has their opinions about the cops but they're there to do a job and you know these people whining and complaining the students here saying oh no it's police brutality it's like was any was anybody injured (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'd be a lot... If I was a cop, I'd be a, a lot worse than that, you know? Yeah, I, they were just doing their job. They are trying to keep these drunken idiots I, yeah. out of public areas where they yeah. could cause harm. And, you know, then people bitch about it, like, uh, you know? I mean, yeah. I'm not saying there's bad cops. There is bad cops out there, but there's also good ones. So, you know... There's a lot that, more good ones, though. There is. The, I, I have a stance on that, you know? There's good and bad... Anywhere you look in the world, everybody. So instead of going one way or the other, just know that there's always a balance. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to beat that dead horse. There's a balance in everything. (laughs) So that was actually the last, uh, right? Yeah, the last one. That was the last one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Real quick, though. I wanted to take a quick break. I got to take a piss first off. And I want to jump on over to a little commercial break for our friends over at Rebels and Rouge. Be right back. Are you on the hunt for some amazing, ethically sourced and sustainable body care products to help you calm the F down? Rebels and Rouge is an online store that provides quality bath products to help you stay on your self-care routine. Whether you want to slay the day away or just sit alone and take in the calm, Rebels and Rouge have what you need. Check out their Instagram at Rebels and Rouge Co. or visit their site rebelsandrouge.com to see all the goodies they have to offer. Links are in the description box below, so definitely give them a look. All right, now we're back. Thanks for the pee break. Oh, yeah, I needed to take a little wee in the in the loo. <laughs> but now that we've gone all kinds of deep into some of the St. Patty's Day shenanigans, 
let's dive even deeper into those closing statements. Whee! Ah! Splat, you fell out of the roller coaster. <laughs> uh, if you love our podcast and want to show your support, then please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever else you can leave reviews. There's other ones out there. Go ahead, take a look. This helps our right. show get noticed more easily, which makes us feel like it's worth it. You know, I mean, we, we want to know that we're actually being appreciated and listened to. <laughs> yeah. So uh, by leaving a five-star review. Spare cash, that would help, too. I, uh, that always I'll, seems we'll to make to me happy. We'll yeah. get that. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> by leaving a five-star review, you'll also get your hands on one of our awesome Depth of Darkness stickers when you send us a screenshot of that review. So just take a screenshot of your review, send it to us, either depthofdarknesspod at gmail.com or dod underscore pod. <laughs> On Instagram, that's our handle. And uh, we'll be sure to mail you a beautiful Depth of Darkness sticker. And, you know, who doesn't want a free sticker? Who doesn't want a free sticker? You know you want it, damn it. So get on it. Go on and get on it. <laughs> free stuff. I don't know what? what I'm saying for that, but yeah. Oh, I love free stuff. And to add to that, free. so going off of Hugh, you know, Hugh Jass wants some money in his face, just like he puts his ass all up in your face. If you want to yep. shower us with even more dark love, then consider joining our Patreon and becoming a member of our Dark Abyss. Donations, donations, donations. <laughs> you'll not only get yeah, additional bye. content each week, but you'll also get a ton of other incentives that are exclusive to our patrons. So you'll get additional episodes, at least ex four extra ones a month. You know, that alone is worth it. That's worth it. <laughs> the time and effort it takes to record these bees, you know, it yeah. is you'll have to You'll have to pay us to shut up. Yeah, you'll be like, God, I can't take it anymore. Huge ass is just everywhere. <laughs> it's filling every right. crevice of my being. Uh, every crevice. Yeah, crevice. Literally, I know. I know. I, I wanted to yeah. put that word in That's there. Another and actually, one of those words, isn't it? Wasn't crevice, crevice one of the 50 words? Crusty yeah. crevice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Something like that. Ew, ick. But, and as a side note here, everybody, we... We meant to do, do shout-outs for our patrons, and so I'm going to do a shout-out on here for our our beloved patron, James. Hi, James. Hi. I know you, you, you've been listening for quite a while, and we love your support. You know, we really appreciate your patronage, so we're really sorry in the delay in actually giving you the shout-out, but, you know, yeah. here it is. It's all up in your face. So, thank you, buddy. You're awesome. And, uh, you know, if if any of you want to become a patron, <laughs> we'll give you a shout out, too. We'll be better about it. Uh, you know, there's there's all different types of tier levels that you can choose from. It starts off at just a dollar. So, you know, that's not going to break the bank. A dollar. No. And you get four extra episodes at least a month on top of other goodies. So a lot of stuff that you won't get just on our free platform like this. So if you Bargains. want. It's a bargain. It's a good deal. But if yeah. you want to further support the show and help us keep, you know, doing what we do, because it does take time, it takes effort, and it does take money. <laughs> uh, the links are down below, as always, so you can go on and give it a little peek and uh, make our day by becoming a patron. We do currently have a special offer going on for anyone who joins our Patreon from today. So that's St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, through Sunday, mm -hmm. March 21st. And the promo is, regardless of whichever tier you sign up for, Hugh and I will email, email, we won't email you, we'll mail you a handwritten and personalized postcard. And they're definitely going to be some fun ones. I think you guys will really enjoy them. And if you really want it upon special request, 
we can add a little scent onto those as well, per huge ass. <laughs> talk, talk about gnarly. <laughs> talk about getting it in your face. Now that's huge ass in your face. Taking it and Legit. liking it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but everybody that's all for this week's episode we wanted to thank you again for tuning in to the depth of darkness and until next time bye bye Stand out from all the rest by becoming a CFA charter holder. As the investment industry evolves, professionals need the tools to evolve with it. When you become a CFA charter holder, you're not only developing real-world skills and expertise, you're demonstrating to employers that you have what it takes to thrive. In fact, more than 80% of those who earn the CFA charter say it boosted their career. Sound interesting? Go to cfainstitute.org learn to find out more about the Level 1 CFA exam. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.